Welcome to Unraveling Midlife. I'm your host, Sarah Spence. This past week was, technically, part one of my midlife crisis. According to Western astrology, there's a particular transit, or passing planet, that happens in everyone's early 40s that is known to be the midlife crisis. It's called Uranus Opposition, where the planet Uranus passes by 180 degrees from when one was born. Mine happened on Tuesday, Tuesday night. I was actually recovering from a nasty cold, and had skipped my astrology class to rest. I watched an episode of The Broken Wood Mysteries, New Zealand's hilariously witty murder series that has taken off in North America and around the world. So it wasn't really a special night, nothing big happened. The reality is that the influence of Uranus passing over that 180 degree point lasts a lot longer than Tuesday night. For the geeks amongst us, it's generally 177 to 183 degrees that makes up the influential time period. For astrology geeks, I do use a three degree orb uh, as per uh, my astrology teacher's advice for Uranus aspects with Uranus, for example, like planetary aspects with each other, transit and natal. So the whole kind of experience is around a year or two in total, depending on how Uranus is moving around. Sometimes it's retrograde, so that means it appears to go backwards from our perspective. And usually it traverses a few times over that point, 180 degrees from where it was when I was born. Uh, And in the interviews I've done over the 30 episodes of this show, most people have quite a big change at that time of life when looked back with hindsight. So I was discussing this with my therapist at our last session. For the first time ever, she asked me what was happening in my astrology chart. And we got into quite a fascinating discussion about the midlife crisis. Well, it was quite a short discussion, actually. (laughs) She simply said, it's not a midlife crisis. It's enlightenment. (sighs) It was like I'd been initiated into a secret. We'd been talking about life in two parts, contemporary and spiritual. And calling it the midlife crisis is a contemporary view. Enlightenment, the spiritual. My therapist wasn't keen on doing a podcast interview, though I asked her immediately. (laughs) And she prefers not to have her name mentioned. I did check. So viewing the midlife crisis as enlightenment. What a paradigm shift. Having lots of air in my natal chart, my mind went down this path first. Wow, dropping the label of the midlife crisis has a few benefits. I've mostly called it the midlife unravelling because I didn't like the word crisis anyway. And that term, the midlife unravelling, comes from Brene Brown's essay called The Midlife Unravelling. It's excellent, you should look it up. Um, And as Rebecca, my animal communicator guest on the show a few months back, she pointed out that naming anything midlife is conditioning us that a full life is going to be just over approximately 80 years, which does happen to statistically be the average Um, in New Zealand. So her point was, 
that without that limitation, there are endless possibilities of living a longer, healthier life. And when I pause and truly feel into the endless possibilities that viewing this time of life is as enlightenment, I get a sense of freedom and an inner knowing that these days are full of learning and that the growth that comes from them will help me get on track with my soul's purpose. Okay, that's a bit deep. Let's go back to the air mental aspect. (laughs) There are many fascinating things about Uranus. The planet in the spotlight for me this week, month and year. Discovered in 1781, Uranus is named after the god of the sky and the heavens. It's the ruler of the zodiacal sign Aquarius and represents the higher mind. Freedom, change, reform. Can you see the midlife crisis connotations? Some buy a new sports car or a motorcycle. Freedom! And then come to think of it, I did get a new car that is a little bit sporty looking but still quite practical because I, I do have um, Venus and Capricorn. Um, and, I, and I got this new new car, you know, second hand but new um, for me and I went on a long road trip last summer. And then I looked it up. <laughs> I checked the planetary positions and it was a classic midlife crisis purchase. Yeah, I'm not putting that one in the enlightenment category. It just goes to show that we can't avoid our destiny when it creeps up subconsciously. Oh man, I'm still laughing about it. I only realised when I was prepping for this uh, podcast episode. I mean, classically, many have marriage breakups around this particular transit, and I can think of several friends and family members this applies to. You might too. And I heard a story recently about someone buying a motorcycle straight after a marriage breakup, so I'm sure there must be a few of those around. A few months back, in episode 26, the panel discussion I did uh, in January this year, it featured astrologer Levi Banner, and he said to me that those with strong Uranus in their natal charts, so when they're born, might be able to roll with this time a little easier because of being used to the influence of the great chaos bringer. I breathe a little easier then, having quite strong Uranus aspects in my chart. And when I talked with Franchelle Ossowski Weiber during episode 20 about midlife transits, her advice was to dance to the particular music a transit conveyed while noting that different songs would be playing with other action in our birth charts. And I love that imagery of dancing to these different songs, melody fragments popping in to have me listening, and starting to move in time with the different tunes. This time of the early 40s seems to be a time where life plays a whole heap of different music to dance to, and can be somewhat confusing at times. Of course, there's beauty in the chaos. When viewing this time as enlightenment, there's a spaciousness and witness element to viewing the dance, a quality of listening to the music that gets out of the nitty-gritty detail and day-to-day stress, like an image of a lightning bolt, but in a gentle piercing bringing light into life. Perhaps gentle is wishful thinking on my part, Uranus is not known for being a gentle planet. I've spent a few years now being fascinated by this upcoming transit, wondering about it. And when the influence dipped in for a few months last year, 
I felt like I was being rewired on some level. And then it dipped out, new car in tow, and I ended up on an amazing summer road trip. Then boom, back to reality, here comes gravity, home with work and familiarity. Though so stupidly busy that there are many friends I still haven't seen much since last year. If you're listening, sorry, let's catch up soon. And now Uranus's first pass this week over that point. I do recall my astrology teacher, Harsha, uh, who speaks about midlife transits in episode 9, mentioning that for my generation with Uranus and Scorpio, that this time for us would be one of practicing patience. And it does feel like that on some levels. And I continue to be fascinated, wondering what I'll learn in the next year from this dance, from this particular song, and whether I can keep the spaciousness to witness my own enlightenment. Likely not. I am human after all, but one can aim. It struck me that the timing for this pass of Uranus was in the last week of the lunar cycle before the new moon. And this lunar month, as part of my medicine woman shamanic studies, I've had the teacher plant tree nettle. The teachings of this plant are about dying to the old and rising up with the new. It seems fitting with the symbol of the sliver of light that when I feel into enlightenment, I see. And so life continues on after a sliver of life starts to shine. And it shines on what? Perhaps in a year's time I can tell you. For all of you that are travelling through this time yourself, I will leave you with the words from Harsha Rigney, my astrology teacher. Wishing you a wonderful Uranus unravelling and rebirth into your new measures of inspiration as you stride through your rites of passage to your inner liberation. Welcome to the music section of the show. My plan was to record something in honour of my friend Tim, who passed a few weeks ago. And then I got sick, like many of us getting the bad colds that are likely nasty because of lockdowns and people travelling the world again. And my voice was not on form when time was available. So I found a recording I'd made last year of the song that came to mind at the cemetery as we farewelled him. And somewhat in line with our chats on Joe Dispenza and Merkaba Meditations. Here's Amazing Grace, recorded at the Mana Retreat Sanctuary on the Coromandel Peninsula, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that www.sarahmarlowspence.com Theme music is by Sarah Marlow Spence and Saraspati Marie Willis.